listening to Real Talk SLP with your host, Felice Clark, the Deviling Speechy. This is a show to help speech pathologists navigate the SLP world with real-life stories to celebrate therapy successes and how to persevere when failure comes knocking on your door. Hey, 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 SLP. I don't know about you guys, but uh, back to school has hit me like a ton of bricks. And I'm wondering if I should apply to be a Walmart greeter. If you didn't know, I used to work at Starbucks ever since I was a senior in high school till college. And then I quit. And then when I was back in grad school, I went back and worked for Starbucks. And I thought about that as a job um, because there's a lot of perks there. You get free coffee every week. You get a drink when you work. There's benefits. And all you do is make coffee all day. And then you go home and you can not think about work. <laughs> and as we all know, as, as speech pathologists and educators, when we go to work, we don't just leave work and go, it's all good. Bye-bye. See you later. Not going to think about you until tomorrow. Um, I think that's easier said than done. So today I thought I would help you out and share my top five tips for how to rock the back to school season. And if you cannot tell from my tone of voice, I'm saying that with a little bit of sarcasm because <laughs> uh, back to school season for the 2021 school year is a little bit different. So before I head into my five top tips for how to rock that SL or the back to school season, I want to remind you guys that if you go to my website and search I Spy Around the Home, you can download a free curriculum for I Spy Around the Home for Categories and I Spy for Noun Functions. There's four different games and there's a parent-friendly activity guide that you can send home that covers eight different goals. So for four weeks, you can cover your caseload with distance learning activities and help your parents work on the skills and the goals that their students have without having to create a bunch of different individualized lessons. You can use one lesson and cover a lot of goals. And right now, and your parents are going to love it too, because it's parent friendly. It gets the kids moving. It's not a worksheet. And we want our parents to feel happy too, because they're having a hard time. A lot of them are working from home or they're stuck at home with their kids all day and they're just feeling the weight of school and speech and all those things. So make sure you go download that. Okay. So I will put the link in the show notes and I want you to go download that ASAP because I know it will help you work more efficiently. And that makes me happy when I hear SLPs working efficiently because that means they can go home when the school bell rings. Okay. So let's jump into my five top tips for how to be successful at back to school. All right. Tip number one. Are you ready? Tip number one. Okay. I want you to find a place in your home where nobody can find you. This is your top secret place where you can actually get work done. And when you get work done, 
you feel less stressed, right? So find a closet, find a bathroom that has a lock, and I want you to go there with your laptop to do your work. Because when there are no kids around or no spouse to bother you, you can get the work done that you need to do. So you can say goodbye to it for the, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, guys, I had, uh, my kids had back to school today and I was ready to just, my kids had a great attitude. I, I was the Debbie Downer. I was not with, I didn't have the growth mindset poster up on the wall, but everything did not go right. And it wasn't the teacher's fault. Like things, technology crashed. I didn't get into Zoom meetings. It was just bad. Anyway, so today I haven't started work yet, but I was thinking about this. Like, what am I going to do when I actually have to work and my kids need to go to school? I'm just going to hide. So that's tip number one, hide. Tip number two, you need to create your own working for chart, period. We all know how well kids get engaged when they know that working for chart is set. And there are things on that working for chart that they want. And when they have the things on there that they want, they do amazing things. So we need to make one for ourselves. You put chocolate on there. You put takeout. You put Netflix. You put wine. You put your favorite beverage. You put whatever it is. You put a bubble bath on there. And you make one for yourself. You need that visual reminder that first you're going to do your Zoom teletherapy meeting and then you're going to get your chocolate. You need that working for chart because that's what motivates us. And we, maybe it is even first do your job, then get your paycheck, period. Okay, tip number three. It's time, friends. You might be working from home. You might be working in your classroom or your speech closet. It's time to make a calm down corner. You've been putting it off for quite some time. You've learned about these calm down corners from professional development trainings. You thought it was so nice and what a wonderful way to just meet kids where they're at. But you've never had enough time to make one because your caseload's too high. You have two many kids on your caseload and not enough time to do the things that actually would make a difference, like a calm down corner. So this is what you're going to do. Tip number three, you're going to make a calm down corner for yourself and you're going to finally print out or order those zones of regulation posters to hang up on your wall so that when any time you're ready to go in the yellow zone, like you're ready to have a complete crying meltdown, or you're gonna go into the red zone, like you're gonna throw something against the wall because you just cannot handle the stress anymore of taking care of your own kids and trying to work from home. You're gonna look at that zones of regulation poster and you're going to use one of your calm down strategies to get you into the green zone. <laughs> and you're gonna have that poster on the wall as a visual support as a visual cue to remind you that there are good days ahead, that it do not need to go to that red zone. And as much as I'm joking around, this might seriously be something you should do, actually. I think I need it. <laughs> I can so easily go from green zone to red zone so quick, especially when um, my kids start, you know, just all the needs of my kids and everything. 
Um, and then you add in distance learning and all that fun stuff and then having to work and you have meetings and all this stuff and then a baby crying. I mean, I can really get to the red zone real quick. So as much as I joke around, this might actually be a real uh, strategy that you, Im you implement this year and I wouldn't judge you for it. Uh, so here we go. Now we're going to roll into tip number four. This tip is actually, you know, it can kind of be a partner to tip number three. I want you to schedule in pleasure breaks into your school day. Pleasure breaks can be like 10 to 15 minutes where you do something that you, is for you. Maybe it's just sitting and listening to nice, calm music, going for a 10-minute walk, um, just stepping away from the computer because when we have pleasure breaks, we can revitalize our soul so we can do it all over again. <laughs> I'm kidding. But seriously, if you like, I have jokingly say this, uh, but I really think scheduling in pleasure breaks, breaks where you're not even thinking about work, where you step away from the computer, and maybe it is you go play with your dog, you go on a quick walk, you go listen to some music that you like, or you, you know, you make a nice snack, or do something for yourself that will really help get you know, stay positive during the day um, because we're going to need it. I'm sorry. These are things, this is survival. Okay. Uh, and, and we need those pleasure breaks. We need those in general, but even more so right now, we're going to need some pleasure breaks. And then tip number five, friends, do not skip this tip. Do not, because it's just going to take you down a rabbit hole. You need to go, tip number five, you need to go into your closet Try on your clothes and make sure they fit. Now, if you come to the, I don't know, realization that nothing fits, don't cry. Don't have a pity party. Just know that we are all there. And go buy yourself some new clothes. Maybe you only buy yourself five new outfits or maybe a few new outfits. And those are the outfits that you wear every single day to work. Those are your uniform. And guess what, friends? We can, we can definitely go down the road of like, I can't fit in my clothes. This is horrible. My life is over. We could definitely go down that road. Or we could go down the road of, I have just alleviated myself and my soul from doing loads and loads of daily laundry. Because if you only have two or three outfits for the week, you just keep doing those loads and you're good to go. Like you have less folding. You don't have to worry about what you're going to wear to work because it's the same outfit. And quite frankly, I don't think our kids are really going to care. Honestly, they're just going to be happy to see our faces. And so if we have less laundry, we're going to have less stress and we're going to have more time to go read a book or watch a Netflix show or do something that we want to do. Right? So those are my five back to school tips. I would love to know your back to school tip. You can leave it in the comment. It can be a real tip or it can be a funny tip. Um, and, and sometimes I turn to sarcasm and humor as a way for me to cope with my like not so great attitude about things and help me to process through those situations. And so that's definitely what's happening here in this episode. So
So I hope it brings a little bit of joy and it makes you know, you know, feel a little bit um, better about the school year, knowing that you are not alone. So like I said, if you need some activities for the start of the year to just create distance learning activities for your students, go ahead to my blog post, I Spy Around the Home, and download your free uh, copy. And I hope that, I know we all have opinions around back to school and what's going on. And so I hope behind all of that, that you guys are really taking care of yourselves so that you can be the best you can for your students. And when we say be the best for your students, that might mean just showing up and being present and having a conversation. I think we really need to put aside some of those high expectations that we put on ourselves to take data and have the perfect lesson and, um, you know, just have everything figured out that first week or two and, you know, really just dial it back to being, to remember that we're just being simple and we're creating structure and consistency. And that is going to look uniquely to every one of us. And so try not to go down the comparison road. I know when I share on my dabbling speech channels, like I know I am serving speech pathologists that are out in the trenches. So if I'm coming up with ideas or solutions for you in that realm, that is because I know you guys are in deep trying to, you know, not get overwhelmed with what's going on. Now, when I go into to my work hat, when I actually am in the trenches as a speech pathologist, I, I, I look at things through a different lens, like, wow, this is super overwhelming. So just don't, just don't go down that comparison route and think like I've got it all together. I know that when I'm in that other hat, this at the actual speech pathologist hat that's caseload managing my students, it's a lot. And I only work two days a week. So for those of you that are working five days a week and your spouses are working and or if you don't if you're you're a single parent and you have multiple children. And even if you don't have children, but you're taking, you know, or, or you're taking care of an older uh, family member or friend, we all have our story of, of how overwhelming this is and how much it's impacting our lives. And I know at the end of the day that um, I'm really, I know the blessings that God has provided for myself and my family, and I'm trying to make sure I remember those every day, but I'm also acknowledging the hard things because it helps me to at least push forward after I've kind of like had my scream in the pillow moment <laughs> and then I can move forward like, okay, I'm going to have a good attitude now. And so today I felt like I had one of those scream in the pillow moments um, and it's time to move forward and try to be a little bit more positive. So I hope that my top five tips gave you a little chuckle. Maybe you're going to implement some of them because you actually need them. And there is no judgment on that because I think they're actually really good tips. But I say them sarcastically because it's like, I cannot believe. <laughs> this is, I cannot believe that I actually have to make a calm down corn for myself because I thought I was beyond that. <laughs> Apparently I'm not. 
So anyways, I hope you guys have a great rest of the week. Thank you for tuning in to the Real Talk SLP podcast. I'm so excited because I have some new episodes coming up and people that I'm interviewing and getting that organized. And I'm so excited to have them on the show. So if you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review and share you know, what you're loving so that I can plan content around what you guys want and need. All right. Cause you are the rock star SLPs that are out in the field doing the work. And I want to help make your job just a little bit easier so that you can go home feeling good about a job well done. All right, SLPs talk to you later. Okay. See you later. Uh-huh.